Good morning, everybody. I'm so excited you're here joining us live right here from the ACU of Texas Studios. Excuse me while I fix my headphones. Uh, It's the Kelly Williams Show, and we are tuning in and turning on our happy right here every Wednesday morning at 8 o'clock. If you haven't grabbed your coffee or your mimosa, well, guess what? We're not waiting on you. We're right here. We're we're already ready to go. So uh, guess what? We got a great show for you today. It is happy Valentine's Day early to us because guess what? Dr. M, that's right, the one, the only, Dr. Molliver is in the house. That's right. Woo-hoo! You know what? Remember J-Lo? And, you know, I've decided I think I'm going to go by Dr. Claymo. Oh, cl- oh no. Claymo. See, no, I love I'm, it. Like I, it? Oh, no, okay. I love it. Okay, Dr. Right. Claymo there is in go. the house. All right. That's right. Okay, this is, this is awesome. So I have one question. You know, since it's February... Happy February! Happy by February! The way. That's right. Um, are you the love doctor? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I'm going that far. I I don't think I'm going I that far. I, I make lovely bodies, but I don't know how I'm going to the love doctor. I don't know. I think that's your nickname this month. Oh my the gosh! The love oh. doctor. Oh my gosh! Like Our, the love boat. <laughs> Exactly. One of my favorite shows ever. That's right. Okay, so Dr. M, we are talking about fat grafting. Right. Is that the official name for it? Fat grafting? Fat grafting, fat transfer. uh, Those are the two. That's that's how we look at it. That's how we call it. Yeah. Uh, But people know the name Brazilian butt lift. Yes. That's that's the buzzword. Yeah. And I didn't even realize until, you know, I always do research. Sure. You research this. I don't want to know what pictures you're looking at. (laughs) No, exactly. Um, uh, When I was looking at this, I didn't realize that we had talked about this once before months ago, but I didn't realize that the Brazilian butt lift was fat grafting. So that's true. People think it's some sort of lift or an implant or something, but it's not at all. Mm -hmm. It's fat transfer that we take from other parts of the body and put it into the butt. Yeah, that's that's amazing. So if people have... Uh, been thinking about lipo and why why throw it away why why throw your fat away we could even make soap out of it or no i'm only kidding (laughs) i thought that was well fat that's i'm only kidding (laughs) there's that gum well fat or something like that let's not go there let's stay with the love doctor okay (laughs) okay we're gonna do love doctor stuff okay okay so we're First of all, do you get the fat from? Well, let's even back up a step back from okay. that. And that is uh, fat transfer. So yes. fat transfer started, gosh, 30 years ago, but it wasn't as sophisticated as it is now. And that time, they would take fat or parts of you know tissue or whatever that we, we were taking out for some reason, and we'd stuff it in somewhere else in the hopes well, that, it would, that it would do well. There you go. And it didn't do well. It didn't take. Oh, and that's so, horrible. And but so, it was their own body. It was their own body. So what happened was a, a little bit of, of tissue got left. And it was just scar tissue. It was hard. It was uncomfortable. And the doctors felt and realized that they had to put a lot more in because a lot of it didn't take. So that way, sometimes you'd have some grotesque deformities because they put too much in, scar tissue, etc. And what's happened over the past decade or so is we've refined our techniques so that we can transfer different types of tissue, and, and specifically fat, yeah. to all over the body. So we use it That's to amazing. augment volume in the face because as we get older, our tissue gets a little bit thinner, a little yeah. bit softer. Yeah. So we transfer fat uh, spe- in a special way. Sometimes we use centrifuge. Some, some doctors use centrifuge. Others, it's a very special cannula that you use when you're harvesting the fat. Wow. Uh, and, and it's washed and it's taken care of very, very carefully. So we can transfer fat to the face. 
It's amazing. We transfer fat <clears throat> to the breasts in, in breast reconstruction. And, wow. and just regular patients who want some full, more fullness to their breasts, we don't have to use an implant. Yeah. Oftentimes, we can just add fat. That's incredible, and really. We, we add fat to the back of the hands. You know, this, your, your hands get, the, the skin gets thinner, the, the subcutaneous tissues get thinner. And, yeah. And, you know, you can see all your veins yeah. and, and whatever. So we can add fat to the back of the hands. Incredible. We add fat to different parts of the body, uh, to the buttocks, et cetera. Yeah. Or to little areas that get, get depression. For example, we see patients that come in who've had a, an injection in their arm, in their butt, and they get a, a, a depression there from a steroid, for example. Wow. Uh, so, or maybe there's an old injury. We can harvest fat and and increase the volume in that area to, to bring it all up and, and lift it up and, and create wow. a, a more normal contour. Yeah. So we're using fat all the time. The really cool thing is um, that it carries a lot of stem cells. Yeah. And so, and, and this is a little bit controversial. I'm, I'm walking out to the edge here. Walk but, to the edge, Doc. But there have been a lot of, uh, of anecdotal references and some research has come out that says that over time, this fat that's transferred improves the quality and the appearance of the overlying skin wow from where to where it's transferred so you start getting improvements in the appearance and the quality and the tone of the skin overlying the area where the fat is transferred so it's phenomenal and then we're, we're doing different things with fat on how we we manage it so yeah. where we used to transfer fat to the face and then sometimes we get little nodules now we, tr we we harvest the fat with special cannulas and then we run it through uh, different devices to make it smaller and smaller and smaller particles. Wow. So now we can put the fat literally up under the skin and get, and it's very small particles. It's very smooth. Yeah. And get Amazing. Pheno phenomenal results. Amazing. Yeah. Well, we have to say good morning to a couple of people watching. Hey, okay. mom and dad, Amy, Beth, Terry, and Angie. Good morning. And uh, Beth said there's no shortage of, of fat there. Okay. So, <laughs> I, so when friends come in with you, they can't they can't donate the fat. Okay, that oh, doesn't work. See, I was just going to ask you that yeah, because yeah. you know I've I've got fat to donate. <laughs> we, we we all, especially after the holidays, we all have fat to donate. Exactly, exactly. Okay, so tell us who is a good candidate for this because. Now that people who may have no who may have had no clue that this is even possible, how do they know if they're a candidate for this? Anybody's a candidate. Really? Sure. So sometimes we see wow. we see guys that have gynecomastia surgery. They have surgery to remove uh -huh. some man boobs, some mm -hmm. breast tissue. And unfortunately, after that surgery, sometimes they're left with a little bit of a crater, a little bit of a deformity when they raise their arms. Um, so those guys can be taken care of. We can yeah. transfer some fat into their chest area to smooth out that deformity, to smooth out that contour. Yeah. Women who have had breast augmentation and the edge of the implant is showing, we, we do some fat grafting around wow. the edge of the breast to, to camouflage that, to smooth it out. So we, we, we use it all over the body now. It's just another tool in our armamentarium to help us reconstruct and redo and, and revise uh, areas of the body. And of course, the biggest use of it, the big, the thing that everyone is talking about, is transfer to the buttocks to make yeah. a, to make the buttocks fuller yeah. or rounder or less masculine. I think yeah. we've got an example over here. <clears throat> if you're watching, uh, I'll show you on Instagram. Here's a picture uh, of a of a fat grafting buttock uh, grafting, and what you'll notice is the hollows on both sides of the buttock. That's a little bit more masculine, and with fat grafting, we can round it out and make it. Uh, a, a more natural, more feminine uh, type of buttock. I'd it's really amazing. I'd love to show you the lateral. Of course, we can make it, you know, mm -hmm. rounder and fuller and more projecting outward. Yeah. But, I, you know, this is a perfect example of how we can improve the shape of the buttock. So if you're watching as well as listening, um, 
then you can see these pictures, or, or we'll post them on our Facebook yeah, site absolutely. later on today. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and maybe on Instagram as well. Yeah. So that's an example. That's really amazing. Okay, so I have a question. Well, I have a couple of questions. Um, if you, when when people get fat transferred to their face or their head, mm-hmm. is that where fat head comes from? Oh my God. You just don't. You, <laughs> stop. It's stop. Bad Joke Wednesday. Bad joke Remember, Wednesday. I forgot to there tell you, you that. Go. There you go. <laughs> Okay, so, you know, this is really amazing. So what about people with, like, hollow eyes or things like that, that where it looks like they sit back and they cannot make anything fill out their eyes? Is this a, a great it way a, for this? It's a great area. Wow. And, it's, and it's a bit more of an advanced technique, more sophisticated way of doing it. Yeah. There's lots of plastic surgeons who are, are you know, they're afraid to go in that area. Yeah, wow. But a, a half cc of fat, you know, if you have those really, really deep set upper eyelids, yes. we, we can put a tiny bit of fat in there. We put it under, wow. the, under the eyebrows because that area flattens out. Uh-huh. The temporal area of the, of the head. Wow. Uh, that kind of scallops or goes in as we get older, particularly women. Yeah. Um, the facial skeleton actually shrinks as we get older, and it, it happens more in women than in men, as yeah. well as the, the subcutaneous soft tissues getting getting flatter and smoother. Yeah. So we add fat and volume all over the face. So uh, Okay, so what's the layman's term for um, subcutaneous, whatever you just said? <laughs> it's, it's the tissue underneath the skin. There you Between go. The skin I knew I'd heard it. And, but... and, and the face. So here's an example. I've got another picture. Of uh, this is an example of a lady that I did. Uh, that's with, amazing, and that's just fat grafting and laser resurfacing in the same setting. Wow! Uh, now we could come back and do a face and neck lift at our at a later date, uh, but this was fat grafting, laser resurfacing, where we added volume back to her face in the form of fat grafting, uh, and that's really improved things. We could we could do a bit more in her nasal labial folds and and the area around her her forehead right here, but one setting, laser resurfacing and a lot of fat grafting to add the volume back to the face that you tend to lose as you get older. So we'll post those pictures as well. So those, those are examples. But there's more to it, obviously. And right after the break, look at me. It's not like I'm running the show now. Oh, yeah. No, exactly. We you, can talk kind about of are. how we do the fat grafting and, and, how, and, and the things afterwards. And not all of it takes. You know, it's variable in different parts of the face, hands, buttocks. The more movement you have in those areas in the post-operative period, the less the fat graft takes. Wow. So fat grafts in my hands around the mouth is really tough to, to take. So I actually prefer... Uh, using fillers for lips, for example. You can put fat in the lips, and I do all the time. I put fats in earlobes, too. Fats. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I do a facelift, oftentimes we have earlobes that are shrunken and, and, and you know, get flattened out as with age. Uh, people remember Marvin Zingler. Z- Ziggler. Ziggler. I forgot his name. <laughs> Those long earlobes. So sometimes we'll trim them back, but also we'll add fat to them to bulk them up and make them look more youthful. Incredible. Yep. Okay, we, we, we come back from break. We're going to talk more with Dr. Molliver about fat grafting your own body and your own fat to make you look better. Cool. So stay tuned for more Kelly Williams Show right after this commercial break. So I thought- All right. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, this is the Kelly Williams Show. We're live from the ACU of Texas studios right here. And uh, if you're just joining us, we're talking to the Dr. Claymo, Clayton Molliver. <laughs> That's his go. new nickname, he, he, right. he told us. And uh, we're talking about fat transfer. It's really interesting because if you're thinking about liposuction or even if you're not, you just want parts of your body to look better, he can actually do that with your own fat. I'm sorry. This is the coolest thing ever. Really. It I mean, is get, cool. get rid of two problems at one, <laughs> or three exact, problems at exactly once. exactly right. <clears throat> so we have, um, we have some people that have joined us. Hi, Shauna. Hi, Beth. Hi, Randy. And hey, honey, my husband. Um, 
We have a question. Are the results of the fat transfer permanent or semi-permanent? Can you talk about that? So it absolutely is permanent. Whatever it takes past about a month or six weeks, it's yours forever. Oh, wow. Now, a couple of caveats. Uh-huh. Not all of it takes. All right. So some of it takes, some of it doesn't. It depends upon where you're grafting. But we can get maybe 40 to 60% of it uh, to take. If we're doing the fine, small amounts of especially fine fat grafting in and around the face and the eyelids, the temporal area, probably 80% of that takes. Oh, wow. So we, okay. we get a good take. Whatever it takes after, after a couple of months, it's permanent. Now, here's the caveat. If you gained a bunch of weight, that's going to gain weight. And oh. if you lose a bunch of weight, it will lose weight also. So hmm. it acts just like fat from any other part of the body. Yeah. So, so it's, it's, it's best for people to, if, if you're trying to lose weight or do something and change that's going to be a little bit of extreme, mm-hmm. you might want to wait until you're through doing that. Exactly. I mean, because, exactly. There, because you, like you said, anybody is a, um, a prospect for this. It doesn't matter. But once you do it, it's going to change with your body if you do that. Exactly. That's so really so if we have a depression because of surgery or trauma or yeah. injection, and we want to fat graft that area, and then you go on and lose 10 15%, 20% of your body fat, that's going to sink in again. Wow. So we have to know ahead of time, uh, are you losing weight so we can overgraft a little bit so it yeah. can come down? Uh, but sometimes a, a second session might be necessary. Some of these things can be done at a local. You don't have to be put to sleep. Oh, my gosh. So, okay, so that's we, weird. we can harvest a little bit of fat. We can transfer it to one part or the other, uh, no problem. But this is what we do. We do, you know, plastic surgeons do skin graft for burn patients for other people. We transfer bone and do bone grafts and cartilage grafts. This is another tissue that we transfer around the body, and we use the same medical principles uh, that we've learned and and we've taught uh, to transfer tissue everywhere, and that is you have to immobilize these tissue grafts so that you can get oxygen to sustain it and then blood vessels to grow into it. Oh, wow. So we have to know what bed it's going into. Yeah. So fat grafting really has been amazing for breast reconstruction or for radiated patients because we can bring tissue in there that helps the tissues become more supple, more soft, uh, and, of course, fill out volume. Yeah, that's incredible. And it can if, if I want to go in and have you lipo my fat out and put it somewhere, mm-hmm. is this all done in one surgery? Absolutely. We do oh, it all the time. Wow. Okay, so so we lipo. So for the, the, most, the most common thing is a young lady comes in or, or a recent mom or something, and she says, you know, my, my butt's become flatter or I've got that. You know, no acetal, yeah. no problem. You yeah, know? and uh, and I and I need more more butt fullness. But yeah. you know, I've got fullness on my waist. I've got fullness yeah. on the outer part of my thumb, thigh. My tummy's a little bit more full. Yeah. My weight's good. It's just not distributed the way I want it to be. So liposuction to the tummy, liposuction to the outer thighs. Wow. And 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 for the buttock in particular. The way we shape a buttock is not just the fat to the buttock, but it's liposuctioning and sculpting around. So when we take a little bit of fat out of the hip, we bring the hip and the lower back, we bring that part in, that starts accentuating the butt. If we've got a little too much fat on the lower outer butt, we can sculpt that down, a little bit posterior thigh, outer thigh. Now we start sculpting out what the buttock should look like, in addition to adding fat to the buttock. We're also sculpting around it. So yeah. we use liposuction in two ways. One, three ways. One, to harvest the tissue with our special cannulas and how we treat the fat afterwards. Two, to sculpt around where we're trying to create a, a volume increase. And then three, adding the fat back, both deep and superficial. And I might also add, and this is very, very important, our literature and and, and the news around the country, around the world, has recently uh, come around and start talking about some of the dangers of fat grafting, huh. particularly 
Brazilian butt lifts. What we, what we, what you know as Brazilian butt lifts, or the, or the public does. This is fat grafting to the butt. There have been, and it's very rare, but there have been deaths. Oh gosh! All right. So you have to be really careful. Well, it is surgery. It's surgery, but what you know, people are a little bit careless. They're yeah. a little bit gung ho, and you can inject fat into vessels. It can go to your heart and lungs, and it can kill you. So thank God we, God forbid, have, have never had that. Yeah. But this is this is training. This is how you perform the operation. Yeah. This is the, how much tissue you transfer in one setting or not. You know, maybe you tell people to come back. It's selecting the patients right. It's it's putting them on the table correctly. It's putting the cannulas in the correct spots. Wow. And so, you know. A little, well, a little warning out there. We're very aware of it as the Plastic Surgery Society. We're putting out uh, white papers on, on, on how to be very careful about this. Yeah. And, of course, you know, uh, do your due diligence. Find a board-certified plastic surgeon. Well, who, this is this is why they come see Dr. Molliver at HPRS. Oh, so of course. So if they want to come in for a free consultation, what? how do they contact you? Well, the best way to contact us is really through our website. You can yeah. see examples of my work or the work of my colleagues at myhprs.com, or you can call us uh, at our number, 281-282-9555. Any one of our three offices around the Houston area would be happy to see you. Awesome. And good morning, Brenda. Brenda just joined us. Hi, Brenda. Okay, so we have another question. Sure. What about scars and incisions? Sure, sure. Well, scars and incisions, now now we're getting to, into other areas. Okay. Certainly, if there's a volume deficit, as there often is, because you know the tissue was damaged or, or, or any number of reasons, we can use fat to bulk up that area. Okay. So again, it's just it's just our, our, our armamentarium our palette of, of tools we have a we have a scalpel we have a laser oh so we, it's we whatever you end up having to use it's just one of our another one of our okay. tools you know now we instead of not now in addition to fixing up the skin maybe excising a scar and resuturing it or lasering a scar uh, or, or reconstructing the tissue under it adding adding tissues uh, f- uh bringing in muscle perhaps we, we use wow. fat so yeah. we use fat all over the body people use fat all over the face um you know, in all all areas of the body, we're adding fat back to to increase volume. Yeah, I mean, it's incredible. Um, so the the results vary. I mean, and does this depend on um, how much you exercise or anything? I mean, because I, I wanted to ask you that when we talked about it just a little while ago. Um, are we like if somebody's an athlete mm-hmm. um, and they had some fat transfer done? Is that going to affect their body on if it's it, once it, I guess, once it settles into anybody, it's there. It's there. And that's so it, how it it's going to look. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter, matter if you're an athlete or a non-athlete. <clears throat> okay. The fat's going to take, but it takes variably. You know, we're going yeah. to look at the patient. Are they a smoker? Are they a non-smoker? Okay. Are they in good physiologic condition? Okay. You know, the younger you are, the healthier you are. Yeah. Uh, the better you take care of it, the better the fat's going to take. And and how it's done, how it's prepared, who does it, where it's injected. There's a lot of variables that, that come into play. Uh, having said that, with a qualified surgeon and and done correctly and, and maintained and cared for in the post-operative period, uh, a, a great amount of it takes nowadays, uh, unlike previously. I will mention one other thing. There's a company called MTF. Uh, they've been around for about, I don't know, 30 or 40 years, uh, and it's, it's a nonprofit. Uh, they are the 800-pound gorilla, if you will, in the bone graft and tendon graft uh, arenas. Wow. So if you get a, a ACL repair, you're probably getting a tendon from this company. And, and this is tissue that's been donated and then treated and whatever. They just, they've been working on this for about, I don't know, about eight years or so. They just came out with, with a product. I believe it's called Renova. And uh, Renova or Renova? Do you remember? I think it's Renova. Anyway, it's a 3cc syringe with fat 
that has been donated, but it's been treated very carefully. It's in, wow. ti- it's in tiny uh, amounts, but that can be uh, injected. And it's, uh, it's actually uh, specially treated. We have to reconstitute it, and then we inject it. And then over several months, your body lays down fat in this, in this, tish, in this substance that's injected. It's actually tissue from other humans. Wow, that's yeah. incredible. It's, in, it's really incredible. Yeah. yeah. Well, that may be good for my skinny friends. Well, what I'm thinking is, what happened? <laughs> well, so, that's Since a great I point. I can't donate That's right, because you're them. so slender. That's right. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't mean that. You just told me that you can't borrow somebody else's fat. <laughs> no, you can't. But this is from somebody else, which is amazing. That's, that is incredible. And I wonder if in a few years they can't provide it in bigger volumes. Yeah. And then we're fat grafting anybody, anytime. Because I get young ladies come in and say, I've got no butt. I want a butt. And, yeah. I, and, and you know, they've got a very very low BMI. Yeah, they don't have a lot of fat sure, in their body. Exactly. I'm sorry. You know, you don't have anything there to, yeah. to donate. Yeah. Yeah, to donate. <laughs> That's right. Well, um, okay. Since this is February, it's February. You know, it's February. Um, can you make somebody's hiney look like a heart? I, I can, I can. So there is. That's a great question, Kelly. Thank you. You have the most brilliant that's, questions. It's just who I am so, on Wednesday so, mornings. So, yes, Wednesday morning. So there have been studies to look at a broad range of people and say what's the best butt. And and of course, as you might imagine, people like big butts and little butts. Yeah. People like an upside down V. Yes. You know, like, like a heart. And yes. other people like more of a shelf on top. Uh-huh. And so it's very important for us to say to a person, I mean, you know, we look, take a picture of your butt and put it up on the screen and say, okay, what do you want to look like? Wow. You want this kind of butt or that kind of butt? It's yeah. not just, you know, one butt fits all, yeah. you know? <laughs> not true. That's right. You actually, I actually saw that written on your wall. One butt does not fit all. I mean, you know, that makes sense. Well, it is. You know, we we have women try on breast implants. Yes. There's different types of breast implants. You know, we're getting much more sophisticated. We just don't pump fat in the butt. We yeah. we sculpt it. We, we're taking a little bit out here, putting a little bit there. So. Yeah, that that's incredible. And this has been so informative. Okay, so I have a question. How much do these things cost? What would somebody expect to oh, be spending? Oh, you always ask me that. I know, I do. And you can just give us a range. I'm going to look over there. Give us a range. I ask, I'm asking my marketing director. <laughs> So it, yeah, it, it, it ranges. Varies. It ranges. Know, I, I want to say three to ten thousand dollars, depending okay. upon how much, where you're doing it. You no, know, that and kind see, of thing. that's good for because yeah. that helps people. Yeah. So if they just want something done to their face, um, you know, if or, you're if you're super super wealthy and yeah. you drive up in your Bentley, the price goes up to about thirty five thousand. Yeah. Oh God, that's all we needed to know. Well, you know yeah, that's how it is. <laughs> exactly. Right. Okay, Doctor Molliver, this has been so much oh, fun. As, as always, I have a little Valentine parting gift for oh, you. Let me put them on. Here yeah, we go. Take, take my crazy glasses that's off. right i have to go to the or now <laughs> here we go he's gonna leave and go do some surgery there we so, go I'll, uh, that's I'll, right. I'll, I'll walk into the or like that How do nice I nice <laughs> well we've so enjoyed here's your serious doctor doing it, your serious surgery that's right okay. and it is february well, happy, happy valentine's happy day valentine's. to you and to everyone out there thank you you too and uh if you've uh, just joined us we just got through talking with dr Molliver, and we hope you stay tuned for the next half of our show we're gonna have asha Steele, and uh we're gonna go to commercial break right now but we'll see dr Molliver next month good morning everybody welcome back to the kelly williams show we are live from the acu of texas studios and uh, if you haven't grabbed your coffee or, or your mimosa, we haven't waited on you. We are having ours right now. Well, I don't know if Ash is, but... I just finished mine. <laughs> she just finished hers. <laughs> yes. So the, um, at the 8 o'clock show, um, you got to see Dr. Molliver talk about fat grafting, and he's going to post some more information on that. 
um, in just a little while on his website. But right now, ladies and gentlemen, we've got the one, the only, Asha Steele. That's right. Good morning. Good morning. Okay. Well, you're so gorgeous. I'm so excited to have you in the studio. Um, And we're going to talk about her luxury hair extensions which are fabulous and um, about her um wigs that she actually makes for women fighting cancer um okay so asha um tell everybody a little bit um about yourself where are you from so i am from wilmington delaware it's a very small city small state the first day um pretty much everyone knows everyone yeah ironically me, me and my husband are both from there, but we oh my did not know each other growing up. So. Isn't that funny? So <laughs> yes. those were the only two people that really didn't right. know each other. we didn't know each other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's amazing. So um, how did you and your husband meet? Um, actually, when he first got drafted, it was a big deal. And yeah. nowhere, of course, everyone, like oh, I said, sure. was talking about it. So we got... Invited to go to the drive party, and yeah. his best friend actually introduced us there. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Oh, and so guys, if you if you're um, wanting to know who Ash's husband is, he is former Houston Texan Devin Steele, and um, you may remember hearing about their story um, on TV a couple of years ago because their little girl was going through cancer, yes. and so. Um, you know, they both do a lot of um, charity work and really a lot of outreach, and that's they're an amazing couple. Um, so that's why I was very excited to have her mm-hmm. on today. Um, okay, so when did y'all end up moving to Houston? Uh, so it's a long, long story short. Basically, we were with the Cincinnati Bengals for a while when Leah, right before Leah got um, diagnosed with cancer. Okay, so mm-hmm. the whole story kind of went viral while we were there. And then we ended up moving back to the Philadelphia area where she got treated at CHOP. And uh, after all her treatment were, you know, finalizing everything, the Houston Texans actually reached out to my husband. And that's where he ended up signing. So Amazing. that's what brought us here. Yeah. And the, and the great thing about it, what a blessing yeah. that y'all ended up being in Houston because that's where the best treatment is. Yes. You know, for your mm-hmm. daughter. I mean, that's amazing how God works yeah. with all that. I mm-hmm. love that. Um, okay. So your daughter in, was diagnosed with a rare cancer in 2015. 14. Is that 14? Yes, 14. And your husband... Devin, I read about that he almost died from blood clots in his lungs yeah. from just like a, a surgery. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Tell us a little bit about that. Um, so with my husband, uh, he had went in for back surgery, actually. And then we had, well, no, he went in for surgery and we had flew back to back home. Yeah. And he guess flew back early and, you wow. know, they kind of give you like precautions for yeah. what not to do. And he had got blood clots. He was feeling a little bit of pain and then it started mm. getting really bad. Gosh. And so we rushed him to the hospital, thankfully in time with that. And yeah, they took care of him. Oh, thank goodness. Yes. It's amazing how things like that can happen. Yeah. Puts you a know. lot of things in perspective. There. Oh, it absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So when we talked the other night for mm-hmm. the first time, I was asking you how you got started in the hair business. And this is really interesting. So tell us a little bit about what made you get into the hair business. So I've been doing hair pretty much all my life. Honestly, when I was younger, I was always doing hair, always doing, putting my hands in someone's head, like <laughs> my siblings, my mom, grandma, everyone. Yeah. And so after high school, I was kind of like trying to figure out what exactly do I want to do? I was trying to figure out life, you know, and I just thought, okay, I'll just go get my cosmetology license. And while I'm doing that, I'll figure out where I want to go in life. But I just fell in love with it while I was there. And honestly, from 
that transition and just working with women and working with my grandma. Yeah. It really helped me to like know that this was what I was destined to do. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, it's nice when when you do something and you think, okay, this is, I'm good at this mm-hmm. and this is what I really want to do. Yeah. You know, I love it. So what got you into hair extensions? So when I first started, I was working with a lot of women that were having a lot of issues with hair extensions. I did a lot of specialization in hair extensions yeah. all the time. And they were buying hair extensions that weren't of quality, but yeah. paying money that was supposed to be quality hair. So that really would, that kind of initiated me looking the start of getting hair extensions. And then a few years ago, my grandmother actually was diagnosed with cancer. And so she was running into the same issue. I would go around with her to stores looking for wigs and, you know, things that were going to like really make her feel comfortable because she Mm. lost her hair. Yeah. And it was such a struggle. So I just decided, you know, I wanted to go out and research and do my own research and get those hair extensions that women could wear and actually have longevity with them. Yeah. And that, that's that's really amazing. And if somebody um, wants to get in touch with you about your hair extensions, how do they contact you? So they can visit the website. Okay. It's www.adoremyhair.com. And on there we have an email, sales at adoremyhair.com. And also on my social media, all my social media pages are during my hair. So just contact me any of those ways and you can get in touch with me. Okay, great. So, okay. So when people go to your website, they can actually see you talking about how you travel to India for your hair, for your extensions. Tell us how you started um, figuring out that that's literally where you wanted to get all your hair from. So I did a lot of research and most of the hair extensions come from our source from India. Yeah. Um, You can get them other places, but quality hair extensions come from India because of the sacrifice that they make for their hair. Yeah. So I decided to, you know, skip out the middleman and go to the direct source to get quality hair extensions for affordable prices for every woman. Yeah. And that was quite an experience going there. I, I loved it. Yeah, it's it's incredible and it's it's such a great story. And um okay, so we talked about um how, you know, a lot of people who do um wigs or hair extensions or, or have a hair salon mm-hmm. usually will only focus on one race right. of women because if that's what they do well, mm-hmm. then they they just feel more comfortable doing that and right. having those customers. However, you actually can do anyone's hair, yes. which I loved about that because that makes you very special in that way. Yeah. Um, so tell us um, why you chose to not just focus on black women's hair. Mm-hmm. So with me being mixed, I just I felt like it was a void pretty much yeah. in that realm of catering to all women, not just one specific woman. And I know that I'm mixed, so I wanted to be able to provide for both sides. I worked in very different salons, very both ends of the spectrum. So I knew that I could provide that to everyone. And that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. And it, it's amazing. And it's, it's, it opens up huge doors for somebody like you, who's yeah. really done their research and really, um, has worked to do any women. Everybody can, yes. can call you, which everyone, I, I love that. <laughs> I love that. Okay. So you talked about, um, when your grandma was sick, mm-hmm with cancer and you couldn't find her anything y'all they you just um she couldn't find anything that made her comfortable a wig or anything like that after she'd lost her hair what um is that what made you want to make wigs for other women that are losing their hair from cancer yes that actually i had a 
initially when I first started, I did a young woman's hair. I was at a salon and she came in. And of course, all the, you know, stylist was saying all the clientele was kind of difficult to me. Yeah. So she, I guess, had been talking to the manager at the time. She had went to salons and she was a cancer patient, yeah. a survivor. And her hair wasn't quite the same and yeah. everything like that. So she wanted someone that would specialize in making sure that she looked beautiful when she walked Aww. out the door, very satisfied. Yeah. So just from talking to her, that was around the time my grandmother got diagnosed. And so our conversation, it really touched me. And I was yeah. just like, you know, in the midst of talking to her and doing her hair and creating that style with her for the wig, I was just like, I have to do this. Like, this is my calling, basically. Yeah. So she kind of solidified it because she came back and she brought me like this little gift. And she Aww. was just telling me how much it changed, you know, her life. And yeah. she was so happy. So... Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's incredible. And it really actually does change yeah. lives. Yes. And, um, you know, it, it, to me, um, somebody that has a hair salon, um, you actually do <laughs> are, are a part of changing people's yeah. lives. Yes. You know, every time they come in, um, they want to feel good mm -hmm. when they walk out. And you're actually reaching that a little bit more because, you know, people going through cancer treatments, a lot of women, I've had several friends, they lost all their hair. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they've been... Um, had to just wrap their heads or thing, you know, to keep the sun off. I mean, there's, right. there hadn't been a whole lot of options that are real comfortable. Mm -hmm. um, so they just can, anybody can find you if they've got a family member or themselves that are going through this and cannot find something. They just go to um, www.adoremyhair.com yes. and can find out how to talk to you and, and maybe get fitted for something for themselves. Yes. Yeah, that that's really amazing. Okay, so we're about to go to commercial break. Okay. And uh, when we come back, um, we're going to hear more from Asha Steele in her amazing luxury hair extensions. And uh, so stay tuned um, for more Kelly Williams show. And uh, we'll be right back after this commercial break. All right. Welcome back, everybody. That's right. We're tuning in and turning on your happy right here on the Kelly Williams show. We are live from the ACU of Texas studios. And if you're watching us on Facebook.com backslash Vinyl Draft Radio, you can also watch us on I-45 now. Hey, guys. Hey, TJ. And you can upload the TuneIn app on your smartphone. Find the Vinyl Draft Radio uh, page and go make it one of your favorites. You can listen to all our shows live every day. And that's something makes it really nice um okay so asha we are if you're just joining us we're talking with asha Steele. um she is actually the wife of former houston texan devin Steele, who's actually right here in the studio as, with us today <laughs> hey devin met dave devin at the um Lombardi event um this past weekend and he was telling me about his wife He's very proud of you. Yes. And um, so I was so excited to have you on the show today to talk about everything that you're doing. It's very exciting and you're making a difference in a lot of lives. And I love that about you. You know, it is February. Yes. It's the it's the month of love. Yeah. <laughs> we love <laughs> So love. We're, we're showing some love to everybody. Day and you you tend to do that every day yes. with what you do. I love that. OK, so I have I have a couple of people asking questions. How long does it take to apply hair extensions? So it ranges. Okay. Um, you can go anywhere from 30 minutes to two hours. It just depends wow. on the technique that you're using for the hair extensions. Okay. Pull your mic a little bit up closer to you. I want, there we That's go. Good. Good. Okay. good. I want everybody to hear you good. Okay. So really it depends. Does it, does it depend on this, the length of the um, extensions or does it 
So does it matter if they have short or long hair already? Not necessarily the length. So it's different techniques. You have okay. like clip-ins, you have tape-ins, sew-ins. So oh, usually wow. with the clip-ins, it's a little bit more of a speedier process than with, say, tape-ins or sewing it in. It's a little bit longer. Wow. So as far as the length, not so much. It's just the technique. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's incredible. And so you can, does, does somebody have to have a certain amount of hair for them to come get extensions from you no that's the great thing about extensions like anyone if your hair is short if you have a pixie cut you can get extensions and you wouldn't know that's incredible so if if somebody um has lost most of their hair from cancer treatments Mm -hmm. um or is um going through cancer and they they've already lost their hair Mm -hmm. is it um are there tell us about the wigs um is it something where they can choose with you kind of how long they want it um is there certain things that you put inside to make it a little more comfortable tell us about those wigs okay so with the wigs i usually have the person call in or either write in email and just you know they watch a video where they take their head measurements if they aren't in salon um we recommend being in salon because it helps with the fit of it but if they're not they just send in their measurements and we kind of customize the wig to them yeah, that that's amazing. And um, we have to say hi to Keisha and uh, Beth Hello. just as hi, Keisha. <laughs> and um, Beth, actually, uh, you're talk about the hair you get. Now, you brought some samples for yes. us to see today. Mm-hmm. And this is they're gorgeous. Thank now, you. these are real hair or synthetic. That's what we're real getting hair. questions. They are yes. real no, hair. Synthetic. 100% okay. Real. So tell us a little bit about the extensions you brought. So the I brought um four different textures. We have on the website, we have straight, curly and wavy and we okay. have it in a natural black brown color and then a blonde color. Okay, wonderful. So yeah, with natural hair, you'll you honestly won't get it in a different variety of colors unless you color it. So Oh, wow, that's mm-hmm. amazing. Okay, so if somebody has some of your um, hair extensions put in, mm-hmm. do you put them in first and then you can color their hair a little bit? Tell us about how that works. So usually, personally, I like to color it beforehand. So okay. I kind of match up their hair color to oh, the hair wonderful. extensions and color it beforehand. Okay. I don't recommend coloring it in their hair just because, okay. you know, the process of mixing the color in sure. your hair might not go so well. So I okay. definitely suggest doing it before. Okay. So if somebody calls you and says, Hey, Asha, I want to, I want to come in and get my, some hair extensions. Mm-hmm. Are they going to send you a photo of themselves? Are you going to talk about how long they want it? What color, how, how does that process work? So we're definitely going to have a long discussion. I okay. need to know like what you're looking for. Pictures are always great. Yeah. Um, but like I tell a lot of women, you kind of have to be realistic with the picture because you're sending me a picture of someone that <laughs> is completely different than what you look like. So we want to fit something that's going to make you stand out. That's going to work for you. Oh, sure. So we go over like the length that you like, the style that you're looking to get, the colors, textures, all of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I can't send you a picture. Can I send you a picture of a celebrity and go, Asha, <laughs> I need to look like them. Listen, I get that all the time. I'm like, you do know that's such and such. Like, I can't work miracles, but we can get close to it. I'll do your hair and then I'll start sending you to some right. couple of different people. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so I have a question. Have you ever thought of doing hair extensions for men? 
You know, the Do funny thing, them? that's very popular now. Really? It's I've always popular. wanted to know that because, yes. you know, especially Devin knows this. He has short <laughs> hair. But all these players with these braids and these yes. hair hanging out, I'm going, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. It just makes me want to have somebody grab it and tackle them. <laughs> and so, you know, it's it's hilarious to me because I thought, I wonder if men ask for hair extensions. They do. I personally haven't done men. I do yeah. an all-woman-based clientele. Yeah. But it's very popular with men nowadays. Very incredible. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I looked up um, some stuff about hair extensions. And according to HairTrade.com, mm-hmm. um, $5 billion business is yes. hair extensions. It's constantly growing. Unbelievable. And um, let me look right here. I wrote some notes down. Okay, so black women use hair extensions 70%. Um, white in Latino are 30% of the extensions, which I thought was really interesting. Mm -hmm. So to me, you're covering 100%. Yes. You've got the whole market covered. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) So that was really smart. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. So tell me how, um, you know, are they, are they really expensive? A lot of people want to know, you know, if I get, um, I I guess, does it tell us what it depends on? What defines the cost? That was my main thing with going to get the hair extensions myself and cutting out the middle person. I wanted to make sure that it was very affordable for my customer. Yeah. So it's a price range depending on the texture, the length and everything that goes into it. If you okay. want anything like colored or whatever, that all goes into the specifics of the price. Okay. But it's very affordable. The okay. price range, yeah. Yeah, that's one of them. So, so anybody could call you and say, hey, you know, give me a cost on, I just want a shorter, but I need it fuller. Mm-hmm. You know, and what people don't realize is that you don't have to be have thinning hair right. to use extensions. Right. It can just make your hair look fuller. Mm-hmm. So if somebody's doing a photo shoot, you know, this is real common in the, in the pageant business, right. pageant world. If somebody's doing a photo shoot and they just want hair extensions for their shoot, mm-hmm. you know, for a little bit, what would be the best thing for them to do and, or to ask you about? Um, as I for as far as the photo shoot, something quick fix, I would yes. say clip-ins. Clip-ins, um, Definitely okay. clip-ins. Okay. And so that's something they could just put in and out? Yes. As you it, can take them in, them. snap them in really quick. Like I said, not even 30 minutes, maybe yeah. like 20 minutes just to clip them in, do whatever, and then take them out. That's amazing. So when they come to you and you do all that, you're going to show them how to put it yes. if it's the temporary And it's very ones. easy. Like yeah. you can do it at home yourself. It's very easy. I have videos that show you how to do it step-by-step. Step. I put it on my website, all details. So I definitely help you with the maintenance at home as well. Yeah, that's wonderful. So tell us how you, it, how do you wash this hair or take care of it? Is uh, there something different? Well, you have to, of course, it's not your hair. It's not on your head. Yeah. So you want to be gentle with it. Yeah. But you also want to make sure that you're taking care of it as if it's your hair. Yeah. So the same products pretty much you can use on there. Um, except I, I don't suggest using too much because you don't want to weigh it down, but you take care of it just as though you take care of your own hair. Yeah. That's amazing. How long do they last? So with those hair extensions, a minimum of a year. Wow. Yes. A lot of hair oh extensions goodness. that people pay for are just like, you know, a couple months and you just take them out even weeks. Yeah. But these last for up to a year. It could be longer as long as you take care of them. That is incredible. I mean, yeah. that's great news for a lot of people who've yeah. been wanting these but have felt like they're just out of their price range. They don't last long enough. It's not a, much of an investment. Right. But this is really an investment. It is. I mean, this is incredible. Yes. So, Asha, tell us again how they can find you to contact you about your extensions. So they can visit the website. The website website is www.adoremyhair.com our email is sales at adoremyhair.com and visit us on our social media youtube instagram and facebook at adoremyhair
Wonderful. We're so excited. Well, our show's coming to an end, but I have a pair of um, Valentine glasses for you. <laughs> Thank and you. This is something for your little pumpkin at home. Aww. There's some goodies in there. She'll love this. So, yeah. So, happy Valentine's happy Day Valentine's early, Day. Valentine's yes. Day month. And thank you for sharing the love that you do every day. Yes, thank you. And changing people's lives. And we've been so happy to have you here. Thank you. Um, okay, guys. Um, thank you, Asha and Devin, for being in the studio today. Um, call her if you need a wig or hair extension. She can cover you. Um, stay tuned for the League City A-List with Angie Mertens coming up next. And we hope you've had a great day. Thank you for joining the Kelly Williams show we'll see you next wednesday morning at eight o'clock bye yay